When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Well, I've got exciting news. So we cannot rely to, on our friends on The View to teach us how to have appropriate conversations. That's for sure. Uh, but there is somebody we can def- depend on. Actually, it's not even a real human. It's oh. our Amazon devices. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. So did you know that your Amazon device actually now has a function where you can ask it to help you change the subject? I did not. So if you find yourself with your family in mixed company in uh, a conversation that becomes uncomfortable, you can ask your Amazon device to help you come up with a different subject to talk about that will be a little bit less inflammatory. I thought we could try it out oh, right sure. here on the Let's show. Okay, so first of all, we've invited a guest to the show. That guest is Alexa. Alexa, hi. Hi. Oh, she's here. Okay. So let's say we get into a tense conversation. Yeah. We can simply say, Alexa, change the subject. Here's something to try the alphabet movie game. The first player names a movie title that starts with the letter A, like a bug's life. Then the next player has to use the last letter in that title, in this case, E, as the first letter in another title, such as E.T. the Extraterrestrial, mm, and fun. so on. So she okay, gives you that's like, really you know, complicated. Like, stop talking and play a game. Basically, I don't <laughs> want to play that game. That sounds really hard. Okay. But she can also give you a topic. Let's try again, because oh, I didn't like that one. Alexa, give us a different topic. Presidency of Barack Obama, History of Pizza, Plus and Minus Signs, V, C. Andrews and Presidency of Bill Clinton. What? Alexa, stop. Is she drunk? Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop. You have to ask her the right way. You have to say, she's very finicky. Oh, sorry. Yeah, because you, you have to say, Alexa, change the subject. Okay, she's really killing it right now. Alexa, Alexa change the stub. Oh. Okay. She got overloaded. Alexa, Alexa, change the subject. Here's an idea. Have everyone tell their favorite dad joke. If you're stumped, you can always ask me for one. Oh. That's so she basically too. just wants to get herself into the conversation. Right, but she, she'll give you a little something She's to like, do. I want to talk. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you can't do this, let me help you. Okay, so let's do it. Let's play. Give your favorite dad joke. Oh, God. Dad jokes on the fly. I don't have a dad okay, joke. Okay, I do. My husband always says, you know, if it weren't for blinds, it would be curtains for us all. 
That's cute. Um, Holly, do you have a dad oh, joke? No, we need Colleen to give another dad yeah. joke or Alexa. They're okay, good. yeah. Uh, let's have her change the subject. This is that one. We didn't like that one. Alexa, change the subject. Okay, I have a game you might like. She likes Just games. tell me to play the animal game. <laughs> no, I don't want to play that game. Alexa, change the subject. Wow, she's... <laughs> Here's an idea. Have everyone tell their favorite dad joke. Okay, stumped, you know what? I'm done with you. Alexa, stop. <laughs> she's she got like she's got like three ideas. That's all you could come up with, Alexa? I, I asked her earlier. She had far better ideas. Like what? Like I'm not talking to you, Alexa. Stop. Sorry. Thank you. Stop. She feels bad. <sighs> okay. When I asked her questions <laughs> earlier, she said things like, uh, everybody go around the room and say your first concert. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's a good one. Easy. I don't you don't have to play mine, a game, and I she doesn't get to play think along. It was the cardigans. The, oh. Your first concert? That first Ave, yeah. I didn't well, go to concerts as a kid. What was your first concert, Holly? It was Weezer uh, at the Roy Wilkins Auditorium. I was at that concert. Yeah. There was a girl throwing up in the bathroom. Ooh. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's aggressive. probably always a girl throwing up in the bathroom. This is true. At a concert, anyway. Um, I My first concert was New Kids on the Block. Wow. At the Minnesota State Fair. So that's one of the questions that she will change the subject to. Okay. Um, she would also maybe change the subject to what would be your superpower? Um, I want to be invisible. I've oh, that's a good invisible. one. Um, I want to be able to fly quickly. I think, it, you know, um, if you don't have an Alexa or if she's on the fritz like this one seems to be, I think the... I'm just I'm trying to think of how this is going to go down when your family is having a conversation that's uncomfortable. Do you just yell out, Alexa, change the subject. Happy to help. Try taking turns answering this question. If you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? <laughs> so she's, she's got listening a, to us. Is she the is. Problem. Yeah, I think she's got a limited reach. Uh, Alexa, change the subject. Here's something to try. Okay. The alphabet movie game. No, oh, no. Alexa, stop. <laughs> she suggested that three times. Can we try and we that think one? It sucks. I, okay, I feel fine. like we the should be able to do that game. one. Okay, so you, so mm. uh, enough out of you. Okay, I'll start with a movie, and then you have to give a movie with the last letter of the. Yeah, but okay. you got to start with A. Oh, you do have to start with A. Yeah, because we're doing the alphabet. Okay, all right. Uh, then I'm going to say, um, oh, what's the, uh, A Bug's Life. I mean, she literally. Oh I know that's the best I could do. E.T. The extraterrestrial. Holly. So that's going to be an L. L. A movie that starts with the letter L. <laughs> Life. That's a movie. Mm. E.T. No, you can't do the same one. <laughs> and we go East in of a Eden. Loop. Oh, okay. is that a movie? Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh-huh. And I would say Nanook of the North. Oh, is that a movie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. The Godfather. Hmm. Doesn't North end with an H? Oh, my God. <laughs> Yes. So you can all see how fun this will be. Yeah. Soon you'll forget all the so things like, you were arguing about. And then you'll be arguing, no, it doesn't. <laughs> so who's going to be more tolerable at your holiday party, Alexa, giving out crap advice? Yes, or frankly, I mean, your crap relative. Or your uncle, Bob, who won't stop talking about politics. It's like, hey, Bob, 
We've decided it's family time. This so is we're what... going to talk about the family. <laughs> well, why do you keep drinking, Marianne? Okay. <laughs> this is what we do at our house when things get tense. We'll see if Alexa will play along. Alexa, ask for a fart. There you go. Wow. Thanks. Alexa, make a burp. According to WikiHow... If you want to burp loudly, <laughs> eat a big meal as quickly as possible. Take big bites and wash down your meal with a carbonated beverage. After your meal, stand or sit upright to allow the gas to escape from your stomach to your throat. You may want to jump up and down or do a few <laughs> jumping jacks to agitate the gas in your stomach. When you feel the burp coming, open your mouth and tilt your head back. Then squeeze your abdominal muscles so your burp comes out with more force. <laughs> To learn more details about this and other how-tos from WikiHow, say open WikiHow. Alexa, stop. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That is the most detailed instructions I've ever been given for how to burp. I didn't know there were such steps. But you knew that already, Bradley. Yeah, Bradley, you didn't need the help. Let's be honest. It's an innate talent. Yeah, it really is. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you may not realize that today's a very special day in the life of our producer, Holly Roberts. Today is her birthday, Yay. and we have a little Prezi for her. We're going to give you a present, and then I'm going to tell you the most obnoxious, unbelievable story about something that happened with somebody's Christmas tree. Okay. Uh, it's crazy, and I promise you, you won't see what's coming. All okay. right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. It's a very, very special day on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and it's our producer Holly Roberts' birthday. And so, um, I know that it can be kind of tricky. And Holly, we talk about this every year uh, to have a birthday so darn close to Christmas. Oh yeah, because you have family members who are born in the season as well. Yep, and it's not always the most fun thing, right? Oh, look, you got a tinfoil oh, crown. It's Perfect. Aww. Bradley gave you a tinfoil hat. I actually think he took it from somebody else. Whatever. <laughs> we, no, we made it special for you. Okay. I'll, I'll give this back to Ross. <laughs> I think and it's Lori's, after, actually. Yeah. It's Lori's old crown. Oh, well, then I'll keep but it. But you yeah. get to wear it today because it's a tinfoil hat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in honor of Team Cobra, you need your tinfoil mm-hmm. hat for your birthday. It's true. So, um, and Holly, we probably will talk about this at some point next week. We do a little thing every year where we allow people to call in and celebrate the people who have birthdays so close to Christmas because you don't really usually get a birthday when it's so close to Christmas. Am I right? It's just tiring. Yeah, it's a bummer. But we wanted to celebrate your birthday today. So now I probably have oversold this. Bradley just brought in a bag for you. It's your present from us. I'm going to open it now. I told her, don't get your hopes up. Don't, because we're doing doing Christmas presents tomorrow. Rude. Yeah. Uh, But it's something that uh, shouts Holly. Uh, what is it, Holly? It's a tank top, Ooh. and it says "kitten my yoga on," and it's a cat doing cat pose. Also, looks like it's arching its back, getting ready to drop a deuce. In it's all the things you <laughs> love. <laughs> Yay! It's Cats poo, yoga and poo. poo. <laughs> Yay! It's thank all you. So happy birthday to Holly. You, my favorite thing. 
actually meant to do this, but then I <laughs> then I just subconsciously hit the fart button. The, I'm going to wear this to the studio on Yay! Sunday. Good, perfect. I might just come to class just to see you in it. Yeah, and check and make sure you're actually getting some use out of it. Uh, happy you. birthday to you, Holly. Happy birthday, Holly. We couldn't do it without you. It's true. That is a hundred fifty percent true. We could not possibly do it without you. Uh, okay, now another gift I would like to give you for your birthday is the gift of this story. Especially because, Holly, I know that you are a fan of a particular animal that makes an appearance in this story. So I read this this morning and I thought, this is one of those stories that this family is going to tell for years and we all need to hear it. So a family in Georgia, they bought a real Christmas tree and they brought it home. Uh, they they brought it home like l- early or earlier in the week last week, about a week ago. Okay. Um, but a couple days later, mm-hmm. after they'd had the tree up in their house, one of the kids who's 10 years old was clearing the table in their house and looked over at the tree and said, oh, my gosh. And then she walks into her parents and says, Mom, that new ornament scared me. And then she started to cry. And her mom said, what new ornament? Well, it just so happens that she's a big fan of owls. This family is. The mom is. And they have a lot of owl ornaments. One of them was a little bit bigger than the other ornaments. Uh It turned out it was an actual owl. Oh, my God. There was a real owl in her tree? In the family's tree that they had decorated. How cool is that? um, And kind of scary. I mean, how scary is that? Owls aren't going to kill you or nothing, but I would be freaked out. Like, where are we supposed to put this owl? I feel like owls might kill you. No, this is a cute little owl. No, they can be scary. (laughs) Anyway, uh, they did call the wildlife service in the area. And uh, because the mom went to check it and she was like, oh, is that, I don't know what ornament you're, and she pointed, she was like, that is a real owl. Uh, So they called the wildlife uh, refuge. And uh, they said, you know, we think we have a real owl in the tree. Now, it's kind of cool. Like, they took some pictures of the owl in the tree. Um, They tried to leave the windows and the door open during the night, hoping that the bird would find its way out and Mm -hmm. leave on its own. Yeah. It didn't. And then that's when they called the nature center. Yeah. And they they said, okay, here's what you need to do. Because that. That owl is probably kind of hungry. Well, yeah, hungry and thirsty. Because it's been sure. hanging out in your house in that tree for a hot minute. Yeah. Um, so they were told to leave some raw chicken out for the owl, which, I don't know, do owls not get salmonella and then have the trots? They I'd eat, be nervous. They eat mice whole, Colleen. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're fine. They're fine. I'm just saying. Uh, anyway, they they left the raw chicken out. That still didn't get the owl out of the house. And so then they had to take it outside in a crate and then leave it but they said that they can still hear it it was the breed of owl it was was a screech owl Hmm. owls are amazing creatures and they are so quiet like i know that you know they're they've evolved we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. To be extra quiet because they have to swoop down on their prey, but I remember standing, I was standing outside late at night, um, like in front of a building, but it was near a wooded area, and I was just sitting there, and all of a sudden something gigantic flew right in front of my face, and then I saw it land on a tree, and it was this giant owl, and it wingspan had to be like six feet. It was incredible. But they were so quiet. It was just like right by me, and it was just a blur. That's so crazy. They Mm -hmm. are the most, they are such beautiful animals. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that, uh, that tipped them off to the fact that it was a real owl, aside from the fact that it was a real owl, was when they went to go look at it closely, it moved. I mean, can you just, um, I just think about what that would be like to be in your house and to be approaching the tree and have something on it move. Also, they clearly don't have any animals in their house, like pets. Because can you imagine how that would have gone? Well, they would have found that owl right away. Real quick. If there was a dog in the house, they would have been like... But two days before they even noticed Mm -hmm. that there was an owl in the house. I know. So check your trees, everybody. Everybody check your trees tonight. Look for eyes looking back at you. Make sure that you didn't get stowaway owls. Did I tell you about the flying squirrel I saw in our neighborhood? No. Yeah. Did you know that we have flying squirrels? No. Yeah. I was walking the dog. Oh, gosh. Last week. And this flash of white, and I thought, oh, I wonder if that was an owl. And I went, because I saw the tree, and we just walked by, and I went and looked at the tree, and sure enough, it was, there was this cute little flying squirrel peeking back at me. I didn't know we had those. I didn't either, and then I Googled it, and it turns out we have two kinds, ones that hang out north of the metro, mostly, and ones that hang out south of the metro. I don't know which one this was, but it was one very found adorable. One here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, I mean, it's not unusual, apparently, for them to live in the city. So That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. I will say, you know, between the turkeys and the coyotes. Oh, the turkeys are a whole other story. Those things are evil. Those oh. things are frightening. Yeah. There was one right outside my door this summer. Mm-hmm. Scared the crap they, out they, of me. To me, they look like, um, what's that animated series that just came back? Not animated, but the puppet series. Dark Crystal on Netflix. They uh-huh. look like the Skeksis. I don't even know what that means. It does not sound skexy. Did you did you not grow up watching <laughs> No. Oh gosh. You've no. never seen Dark Crystal? Mm-hmm. Anyway, they look like Well, the if it's got things like that in it, I think mm. it would have scared the pants off me. Crazy. And I didn't need any help. Because they walk and they walk really like I'm gonna kill you. Oh. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. big too. Are you talking about the turkeys or yes. the skexies? Yeah, the turkeys the tur- are big and they are scary. The I'm telling you. Yeah. And when they travel in a pack, mm-hmm. that's when you really got to get nervous. Because yeah. they look slow. They look like they can't catch you, but they will cut you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same with Canadian geese. They will peck your eyeballs out. Canada mm-hmm. geese. They get very picky. The geese do? Yeah, if you call them Canadian. They're like, we're Canada geese. Thank yeah. you. I'm just saying you don't want them to... Mm-hmm. Check your trees for owls. Check your yards for turkeys. Check your geese. I don't know. Just check Sounds your like geese. A euphemism. We'll be back after this on the Colleen check and Bradley your trees show for turkeys. with some dumb people doing. Nope. Those celebrities D-bag. behaving badly. D bags. Bye. Oh, those celebrities. 
celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, we have a name for them. That name D-bag. is D-Bag. Yep. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Do you want to know who my D-Bag is? I would like to know. Jeffrey Epstein. He's dead, you know that, right? Excuse me, I can't hear you. I'm sorry, he's dead. What? Yeah. No, I know he's dead, you fool, but he's uh, the D-bag from Beyond the Grave. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, it's because of the story that I read, and frankly, it's going to creep you out. Okay. Why is Jeffrey Epstein dead? Well, I mean, that's a big question, but uh, he was about to answer too many crimes that he committed uh, involving young women and sex slaves and uh, sexual trafficking and of girls. So and he um, took his own life. Allegedly. Allegedly. So according to a story in the New York Post, Jeffrey Epstein wanted to marry his ex-girlfriend's teenage daughter who called him Uncle Jeff. Now, this is a story we're learning. I know I see the look on your face. Yeah. He once wanted to marry a girl, an ex-girlfriend's teenage daughter who called him, as I said, Uncle Jeff. Now, he apparently declared his plans to wed a girl by the name of Selena Dubin. Now, this is an interesting story, and it gets, it, it gets much worse. Oh, dear. Well, I mean, he's dead, so... That's about as worse as it could get after all the abuse uh, that he allegedly wrought upon people. But um, while he was alive, he allegedly declared his plans to wed this girl by the name of Selena Dubin, who's the daughter of a former Miss Sweden. And her name is Ava Dubin. And she dated Epstein for like 11 years until the early 90s. And apparently, according to um, people involved, the pair that is Jeffrey Epstein and this at the time, 12-year-old girl developed a, quote, especially close relationship. At times, he even substituted for her father figure. While, of course, oh. her mom was dating Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, There's no evidence that... Um, here's what I hate about the New York Post. Okay, so we're talking about... Um, uh, well, I, I want to give them uh, the benefit of the doubt, but I won't. Um, so he apparently, as late as 2014, told associates that if he ever did marry, he was going to marry Selena. Now, at the time, she was just 19 years old. But this and is he'd after been he'd been in known, her life for. He'd been a father figure to her since she was 12. Oh, so gross. And he said if he ever married again, it would be to her. Um, there's no, you know, evidence. you can't even like, you can't even hear that and go, Oh, he was kidding without that being the grossest joke ever. Yeah. What's weird about it is that this, the story goes on to say, there's no evidence that Epstein had ever had a romantic relationship with Dubin. Who's now 24. Okay. Well then we're going to go. Wait a minute. No, no romantic relationship. Excuse me. Romantic relationship. Yeah. No, that would, no. if, if indeed if there was a relationship, 12, that, that would not be a romantic. Rape. Thank you. That would be sexual abuse. Yeah. Um, plain and simple. So just reading the words, there's no evidence they ever had a romance. I think what they t- were trying to say is there's no evidence Epstein ever raped her. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I wanted to go on and tell you that in this story where we learn that at Jeffrey Epstein's, you know, uh, 
one wish of marriage was to a woman that he knew as a child Mm -hmm. who was 12 years old. Apparently, her father, a guy by the name of Glenn Dubin, has long been tied to Epstein. And not only the Epstein person, but the Epstein scandal. Because Virginia Roberts named her dad in court documents as one of the many men she alleges she was forced to have sex with. Oh, so it just gets sadder. Remember, I said it's going to get worse and worse, and that's just—it's gross to me. So you have this this child whose mom is dating Jeffrey Epstein. Her dad allegedly is sleeping with underage uh, underage girls, and these are prominent socialites in New York City and in Florida. Um, so you know, there's no indication that. She wanted anything to do with this individual. By that, I mean uh, that Selena, the daughter, wanted anything to do with with Jeffrey Epstein. But when I read the story, I was like, I mean, this is just vile. When I hear stories like this, I think this all of this behavior seemed normal to these people. I just don't live in a world where I could ever talk myself into seeing these types of associations as normal. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you mean associations? Just being friends with Jeffrey Epstein? Or? Well, like the the kind of behaviors that we're talking about with the the father of this daughter uh, sexually assaulting other young women um, through the channel of Jeffrey Epstein. Just sort of like the circles around them. This the behavior of having I hate saying having sex with underage girls because that's just raping yeah, young yeah, women. Yeah. Um, But that this was, yeah, that this was all normal in this circle. And I just can't get my brain around that. Well, I think it's just power and privilege and influence. And the thing that makes me sad is that there are probably a lot of people who turn blind eyes in order to allow this. Well, I mean, not probably. There were a lot of people turning blind eyes and continue to be in these types of situations. And that's the problem is that people think, well, I don't want to be the one who ruins everything for this person. I don't want to be the one who gets, you know, like, well, I don't want to put myself at risk by, you know, calling this person out. But yet somebody has to. You know, the thing that just turns my stomach the most, too, is for the young girl. What was her name? Selena. Selena. Like, who's looking out for her? Yeah. Well, nobody now. Yeah. But who was then? That's what I mean. Yeah. Imagine a world where, you know, that was even and again, thank you, New York Post. We don't actually know where this information came from, but, and she's not the one talking about it, but imagine if in your childhood, you knew that this friend of your father's who also was dating your mother wanted to marry you Mm -hmm. and that everybody that was all above board somehow. Who's looking out for her? It just makes me sick. Would you like to know who my D-bag is? It's slightly less disturbing. It's Olivia Jade, but it's also mostly People Magazine. At least it doesn't involve sexual abuse. No, it doesn't. But but it does involve People Magazine trying to make a few bucks off of Olivia Jade, who is the daughter of Lori Laughlin, who is uh, about to begin the trial to answer to the charges against her in the college admissions scandal. Well, Olivia Jade had taken kind of a... A little hiatus from her YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And she showed up for a hot second a couple weeks ago, maybe, to say nothing. To just say, I can't say anything, but I'm here, and so, hi. And also, okay, bye. And then that was the end of that. Yeah. 
Well, she's back to do an actual makeup tutorial, a 16-minute makeup tutorial. But lest you think that this is just for her YouTube channel, oh no, I'm here to point out for you that People Magazine has taken advantage of this, and they are... They are furnishing links to each and every product she uses, and they did an entire article on her YouTube uh, tutorial. It starts like this. Each product we feature has been independently selected and reviewed by our editorial team. If you make a purchase using the links included, we may earn commission, which tells you what? Well, I mean, they're selling this story to make money, which... Okay, I mean, in a way, we know they've been doing this with every salacious mm-hmm. story. That's what People Magazine does. They tell you stories in order to make advertising money. That's a, I mean, true. But in this particular case, it is a direct link to the products that she is selling and talking about in this video. Exactly. And what's even like grosser about this, grosser, more gross, What's even grosser about this entire thing, so they have the links. So what you're saying is you see the video, and they're telling you in the story what she's talking about, and then there are links to the product. And if you go to the product, it has an affiliate link, which will credit People People Magazine for the purchase if you decide to make one. For example, uh, she shares her outfit of the day, a Reformation zebra print maxi dress link featuring a high thigh-high slit, Paired with Princess Polly, baby blue cardigan, Link, white vans, Link, and a navy crossbody bag. So you can literally, throughout the article, Link, and so it starts with the outfit and it goes into every single detail of every single makeup product she uses. And it's they try to write it as though it's an article about her YouTube tutorial. But it's really just a money-making thing for them. But what's crazy about it is the way that it's... Look at the way that it's organized and the way that it's served up to you. On this page on People Magazine, the header is the college cheating scandal. Yep. 23 stories since March of 2019. Click here for more. And then underneath it, it has Lori Laughlin's daughter makes her first makeup tutorial. Mm-hmm. And then underneath that is like the whole story. Um, there's like a, a graphic for the whole college cheating scandal. Yeah. So they're literally directly monetizing like, hey, here's the ch- college cheating scandal. But while you're here, yeah. you might want to get this new, um, you know, this new eyeliner. And we'll take a cut. Sure. So they're basically profiting off these people. Which yeah. is just ridiculous. Then when you scroll down deeper, because I'm not all the way uh, through with my disdain for them yet. When you scroll down deeper into the article after they've tried to sell you a bunch of stuff, then they tell you how people are responding. So now they're going to try to pretend like they're actually reporting on Olivia Jade. Uh, and they say, you know, people in the comment section were concerned about her new appearance, her noticeably different appearance. Quote, is it just me or does it look like she got really thin, like in her face? One user wrote in the comment section. Another said, I hope she's okay. Her face is thinned out so much. So then they go into criticism of how she looks as though to act as though they're concerned about her well-being and not just trying to make a buck off of her. Mm -hmm. We see you, People Magazine. Mm -hmm. You're nasty. (laughs) When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we were watching some television last night. Mm. We were very excited about what was on TV, and we're going to tell you about what we watched after this on My Talk 1071.
Well, I don't know if you all realize this, but last night was a big night on television. In fact, it was one that we've been looking forward to since the last time we had a night like this on television. Yeah, porn. Uh, I don't know what TV you were watching. Oh, are we talking about that other? Oh, yeah. sorry. Awkward. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. Kidding. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And when we tell you what we've been watching, we do a little here's what we've been watching. We just here's do this. what we're watching. Live. Thank you. You, you guys watch that television show together, don't you? Don't you, don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's, here's What We're here. Watching Live. And what it was, was uh, the. Oh my God. Live in front Can of a studio start audience. Over again? What it was, was. <laughs> live in front of a studio audience. There's just too much live happening, and I couldn't get them in That's order. Okay. Here's it's what okay. we're watching live, live in front of a studio audience. Anyway, this was an experiment that uh, Jimmy Kimmel did with Norman Lear last year, where they mounted two episodes of Norman Lear's shows live in front of a studio audience. I almost said a nude audience. That'd be a whole different show. (laughs) But, um, thank you. Um, But last year, we saw new new people cast in the roles that were familiar to us from two old favorite shows. One of them was All in the Family, and the other one was The Jeffersons. And we hoped, after we saw this one, that they would do it again. And they did. They did it again last night. And last night, they did an episode of Good Times and an episode of All in the Family. What I thought was interesting was that this live show almost was interrupted by some actual live news. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because that actually, I think that probably had an effect on ratings. The ratings were down a little bit from the initial live in front of a studio audience experience, as I was reading earlier. Um, and I think a lot of that had to do with the impeachment hearings that uh, were taking place. I don't um, know what you're talking about. I don't either. So I had to look it up. Um, but that very likely had an, an impact. Right. And, you know, I have so many things to say, so I don't know where to start, but... Where do you want to start? Well, let's just start with the actual show. So it started with Good Times. Um, and they, and you know, again, very popular, well-known actors and actresses cast in those roles, including but not limited to. Um, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Help me. Help me. What's what do you name? want? Woody Who played Harrelson? Flo? Who played Flo? Florida. Florida Evans was Viola Davis. Thank you. Viola Davis. Yeah. Um, and, by the way, complete with a fake Tooth Gap. Yeah. Like the original actress. Uh, Tiffany Haddish also starred in that one. She played Walona. Yep. And, uh, okay, so, truth be told, Good Times is one of my all-time favorite shows. I just have a special, you know, like, you love the Brady Bunch. Yep. I love Good Times. I know that sounds weird, but I spent a lot of... It was one of those shows that I had, like, the DVD box set to, like, early before we had everything streaming yeah. every five minutes. And so I just would watch that over and over again, much like Golden Girls. So did you know this I episode? I knew the episode. Oh, I that's awesome. instantly which episode. When I saw they cut to that, because, you know, their interior set is so iconic, right? Mm-hmm. If you remember Good Times, um, you know, their apartment. And I remember when they opened, uh, when they opened, and all of a sudden you see the stuff for the campaign, and they're working on the campaign for the young guy and the old guy. I was uh-huh. like, oh my god, I totally remember this episode. So I just have a special place in my feeling. But here is the feeling that you get watching live in front of a studio audience when you have a familiarity with the show. You're 
you're constantly like, oh, I forgot about that. Uh-huh. But you're also doing that like, how well is Viola Davis right. compared to, you know, the original Florida Evans? And right. Why can't I think of the actress's I know. name right I'll now? Get it. Can Hold you on. please not yeah. make me sound like a total I'm fool? I'm on it. I'm on it. Um, and you, you think of uh, all the other characters and all the other actors. And I thought they did a great job of casting. I mean, you had Esther Roll. Esther Roll. Duh. Mm-hmm. Esther Roll. I mean, Esther Roll just made that role. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. James Evans, um, but Tiffany Haddish specifically as Wilona. Uh, JJ, I was like, how are they going to do JJ? Because JJ Evans, that is like only, you know, that's. Yes. That is, that's not an easy role to do. And it was Jay Farrow. Who's from Saturday Night Live. Uh, and so, you know that, you know, I, I think they did a wise thing in casting somebody who could do impressions. Yeah. Because you have to do that role like that role. Yeah. You can't try to make it your own. It's too much of a character role. And it is too iconic. Yeah. And he, did you think he did a good job? Oh, yeah. I yeah. thought he did a great job not overdoing it. Like, right. you kind of don't, you want to do, I was thinking to myself, because, you know, we're actors. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. No, we played them mm-hmm. once in we Project Down actors. and Dirty. We played actors once in Project <laughs> Down and Dirty. But I thought of, to myself, like, if I were an actor, I would be thinking, how do I represent this character? But you've, st- w- making it my own, but still bringing a certain amount of the, the character as portrayed on screen because mm-hmm. you want people to, you know, identify with the original. I think that's part of the magic of this experience. Right. So all of that was really interesting to me. There was a lot for me to pay attention to, be interested by. The big question that I have, and this is not an answer maybe you could give because I think you have a certain, you're probably very similar in the way that I watched it. Um, but like for an audience that, Good times means nothing. Yeah. I'm curious what this experience was like because I wonder if it comes across like, like almost like a history exhibit. Well, yes. And I think that it's a little bit slower than what we're used to and accustomed to in sitcoms today. And also, and this is the brilliance of live in front of a studio audience is that the, the way that they dealt and the same was true, by the way, for all in the family, the mm-hmm. show that then followed this last night. The way that they dealt with social issues of the time and uncomfortable conversations and difficult schisms in the family system is very, very different than what we see on television now. And so I, I, I wondered the same thing. How do people who have no familiarity with these shows, how are they digesting this? Because you don't see reflections of what we're used to on television. It was slow. There were beats in between. Some of that may be due to just the actors trying to kind of get their bearings, but some of that is very was very much built in to those shows live in front of a studio audience because they had to leave room for laughter and audience reactions and all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. And it looks slow to us now. So I wondered a lot of those things at the same time. And and also, like, you know, you've got actors like, first of all, Marissa Tomei, to me, stole the show. Me like, too. She's the, just, I was like run emotional. jogging everywhere. Oh, she's so good. I was emotional that last episode that they did, the Draft Dodger episode. Mm-hmm. You know what was also interesting? So there were two episodes of All in the Family and Good Times, right? It was like a two-part yeah, it was it was good times first, and then they no, did All in the Family. Wasn't there like an extra long All in the Family, or was it just because it was an hour and a half long? Um, maybe it felt like an hour to me. 
maybe I'm, yeah, I don't know. I just got the impression when I watched that I was that it was longer than a half hour. Yeah, I don't know. But the Draft Dodger was a Christmas special yes. that actually aired on Christmas in 1976. Um, and it sort of, you know, it. It gave you all of the things that you wanted to see about All in the Family. Like, you've got Archie being Archie. But what I thought was so interesting about that plot and that story, because the other question or thoughts conversation I'm having in my head is, why did they choose these episodes? Yeah. And I wondered if... um because it felt like that episode was actually very timely. Like we're not in the middle of Vietnam mm-hmm. right now, but our country is very divided, yep. at least in terms of people, um, you know, yelling at each other. And I thought it was actually a more honest and open, you know, like it was a more uncomfortable confrontation yes. about what's really going on in a way that I don't think we're comfortable or would be comfortable with on TV now. Agreed. Like now, if we disagree with somebody, we usually you portray that on TV by making fun of it. Yeah. Whereas they kind of just let it happen. And then they let it sit there. And then there was a lovely way of creating something sort of funny to pull you out of that moment, but didn't take you all the way out of the moment. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. I, I just think it's brilliant. I'd like to see more of it. I think Norman Lear is a national treasure. Yeah. Um, and so kudos again to them. And I wish that the ratings were higher. But, you know, responding to what's going on in, in the world right now. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area. And now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.